Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Red Sox Precap with your hosts, Keaton DeRocher and Shelley Verstraight. Part of the Over the Monster Podcast Network. Welcome to Season 2 of the Red Sox Precap Podcast. The podcast where uh, myself, Keaton DeRocher, and Shelley Verstraight, co-host here, will be recapping the series that just ended for the Red Sox and previewing the upcoming series. Uh, for those of us, all those of you that were with us last year, uh, this is a nice, quick, succinct podcast that just gives a nice summary um, and uh, does a kind of like a high-level look at what's coming up. Um, obviously, with like new opponents every day, we're not doing that <laughs> for spring training. Be a little much. <laughs> so uh, we are just going to record through spring training uh, once a week on Sundays and just kind of talk about the week that was. And take a look at how some position battles are maybe shaking out. Uh, but initially on this podcast, we will recap um, some highlights of the offseason. And then take a look at the week that was for spring training. And then uh, maybe look look forward to another week here. Uh, Shelly, welcome back. Welcome to another season. How are you doing? Hey, we didn't get canceled in our first season. I'm, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited about this and I'm glad to be back. Always a plus. Yeah. Um, before we dive on into that, we have a presenting sponsor for today's podcast, which is Fifth Element. Fifth Element is ultra-high milligram CBD. 
focused on relief and recovery after a workout. They are especially designed for people with an active lifestyle from weekend warriors to professional athletes to bucket list gym enthusiasts. Fifth Element, also known as 5E, is full-spectrum high milligram hemp to help you whenever, wherever you need it, whether it's after the gym or after work. Get yours today to feel better tomorrow by visiting 5ehemp.com and use the code MONSTER for 50% off. Yes, you heard that right. 50% half off. That's 5ehemp.com. Use the promo code MONSTER. Go to 5ehemp.com and get 50% off. That's the number 5, the letter E, hemp.com. All right. Diving in. Off-season recap. JBJ, out. Benny, out. Enrique Hernandez, Garrett Richards, Marwin Gonzalez, Hunter Renfro, Franchi Cordero, Adam Onovino, and Hirokazu Sawamura in. Shelly, how would you grade this offseason? Um, I'd give it, I guess, a B plus. Um, just seeing like those two top guys, right? Um, just seeing JBJ go, um, seeing Benny go. I mean, that that really hurts. Like today, I was watching um, some spring training games, and this was like the first time that I saw Benny in uh, Kansas City blue, right? And um, was it weird? It was extremely weird. <laughs> I was not ready for that. <laughs> Honestly, I was just trying to watch you Darvish pitch, and then Benny comes up with the Kansas City blue uni on and i wasn't ready for that and i had feelings um uh yeah so see those two guys go it it really does you know it really does suck um but the guys that we brought in like you know kike garrett richards Bone gonzalez hunter renfro uh maybe uh adam onovino you know fringe i i i totally get what the team did um, and I'm excited to see like these new guys on the team, um, especially Kike, because I, I liked him when he was in L.A. Like, he's a super fun guy. And Garrett Richards, you know, I, I'm hoping that he can get his, you know, stuff together. Um, yeah, so uh, for a grade, I guess I'd give it a B, B+. Plus. I, I get it. It just really sucks to see those other two guys go. Agree. I had the exact same reaction. I think I gave it a C plus or a C yeah. in our, uh, so this was great in the off season was a round table topic on over the monster.com. Great website. Um, so if you wanted to, to get uh, everyone's take, you can go check that out. And I think I gave it a C or a C plus basically for the same reason. Like it, the guys going out kind of hurt guys that they brought back in unspectacular, but I get it. So it was kind of par for the course for me. Yeah. I think they could have done a little bit more, particularly with um, some of the guys coming over from Japan. Um, letting Kim go to San Diego, I think, hurt. But if their plan was Kike at second, I get it. Although I think he's going to get some time at outfield too. Um, and I'm forgetting the other guy, um, the pitcher that ended up going back to Japan because they couldn't come to a deal with the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Um, those would have been, I think – a nice little stamp on the off season that would have made me feel better about um, an off season that really seemed like it was just building depth everywhere. Um, pitching, relief pitching, outfield, minor leagues, 
they needed depth. They went there and out there and got depth. I wasn't expecting them to spend a lot because I don't think this team can compete for a World Series. Um, and the 2022 class is really spectacular for free agents. So I've had my eyes on that being the season that they spend all that money they saved for Mookie. So if they don't spend next offseason, I'll be a lot more upset than I am in what they did in this offseason because this, this seemed expected to me. Yeah, 100%. Like, it was just all the moods and like, mm, I get it. Don't like it, but I get it. Yeah, totally how I felt the entire offseason. Do you have one of these moves that uh, in particular you feel good about or was your your favorite? Um, for me, it it was definitely, um, you know, it was definitely Kike Hernandez. Um, Enrique Hernandez, like, I've been a fan for him for a while. Um, the second base kind of uh, situation was very in flux. And I think that he's going to fill um, that hole. But then he also can give you know, Xander Bogart some time off, um, Devers some time off in a pinch, maybe play some left or right field. You know, I, I just really like that signing because I think that it helped the team overall. Um, but other than those types of signings or trades, I'm just like, um, th- those are the only ones that really gave me like, oh, I really like this. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I like the Kike one, but for me it was Garrett Richards. Um, not only because big fan, but also the starting pitching depth is something that we um, unfortunately <laughs> had to talk about quite a lot on this particular podcast yeah. last year. Um, and so this uh, Garrett Richards had an okay 2020, um, was coming off of Tommy John surgery and him being you know, that much more removed from the injury coming into this season healthy for the first time in a while. Um, and just given the state of the Red Sox pitching, I also, the way that the deal is structured too, it's two year deal with an option. So if this first year goes poorly, you know, I wasn't expecting them to be a competitor. So it's, there's no, no real loss there. Whoever goes really well, they can pick him up and they have a, another locked in starter for 2022. So, um, the skill set that they signed with Richards and the structure of the deal, I think, was really perfect and really just what this Red Sox team needed. So uh, we will talk about Gary Richards a bit later, but that was the one that I was uh, rather excited about. But I think you're right. I mean, the two headliners, it's Gary Richards and Kike Hernandez. Yeah. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right. On to the baseball part of the baseball. 
This uh, spring training is now a week old, and we've had a little bit of taste here. Uh, so we'll react to what we have seen. Um, highlights, Jaron Duran, Bobby Dalbach, Kike Hernandez, and uh, even Chavis look pretty good. Uh, Bobby Dalbach has uh, four hits, and three of them are oppo homers. <laughs> that is incredibly encouraging. Uh, however, five strikeouts in five games. Um, you still worried about that? Uh... I am. I, I I am. Like, I don't know how you couldn't be really worried about that. What are your thoughts about it? Yeah, I mean, we I mean, we talked pretty significant amount about Michael Chavis and his strikeout issues. And while Bobby Dalba can hit a high fastball, um, he struck out even more than Chavis did last year. It was uh, I believe he was at like 40% or 42%. That's just far too high. Far too high, especially, I mean, if the power is going to be there, then I guess it takes a little bit of the sting away from it, but that is an incredible pace to keep up basically a home run every time he's making contact to make up for just the massive amounts of strikeouts. It's spring training and it's only a week, so it's hard not to overreact, or it's easy to overreact, but at the same time, um, I don't think it's it's that much of an overreaction given what we saw from Dalbeck in the major leagues last year where that was already a, an issue and now it's kind of continuing. Basically what we saw last year was home runs and strikeouts and what we've seen so far in spring training is home runs and strikeouts. You'd like to spring training in particular is where you'd like to see him be able to rein that in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he hasn't. So as spectacular as the home runs are, I am a little concerned about uh, Dalbeck's ability to be an everyday player because of those strikeouts. Exactly. Um, I mean, I've seen a few games um, and a few play appearances um, of his. And honestly, he's still struggling, like, with the off-speed stuff. Like, I need to see more from that. I I know that he can hit a fastball. Totally. I know that. But it's just anything that has a wiggle or a little bit off-speed stuff, right? I'm just a little bit concerned. Um so, yeah, I need to see a little bit more before I get a little bit more on the Dahlbeck train. Yeah. Could you imagine, though, if Dahlbeck and Chavis were one person? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, it totally would. <laughs> uh, Chavis, uh, so far in spring, has looked pretty darn good. Uh, he has also played five games and has one more at bat than uh, Big Bobby. Uh, and he has only two strikeouts, two walks, uh Four hits, three of them of the extra base variety, two homers, including a walk-off homer the other day. Uh, do you think if Chavis reels in his strikeouts and Dahlbach continues that he'll be able to challenge Dahlbach for first base in Boston? Or do you think he, pretty much no matter how he, he uh, performs in spring, he's destined to start a triple-A? Ooh, this is a good question. Um, I... I sadly just kind of how he performed last year i just i just think that he's destined for triple a right um i think that we know what chavis is and i really honestly i hope that he proves us wrong i just think that the team is going to give um dahlbeck a little bit more run in the majors before they give chavis Yeah, I think I agree with you there. I think they're going to see what they have before they either split time between the two or 
or whatever route they go. But yeah. I will say it is really encouraging to see that all three of Dahlbeck's homers have been opposite field shots. Um, yeah. Just his ability to spray the ball to all parts of the field is uh, just gives him a, a massive leg up on Chavis. Um, so just, just oh man, I'll cut back a little bit on those strikeouts, and I think we're really on to something there. Yeah. Uh, Enrique Hernandez also having a great spring. <clears throat> Excuse me. Eight at-bats, five hits, uh, four of the extra base variety, three doubles and a homer. Hard not to get excited about that. And then our last guy here, Jaron Duran. Oh boy. Uh, five hits, two doubles, two homers, hitting four fifty-five. Um, we were really excited to see how this new swing was going to be uh, against, I guess, for lack of a better term, real competition, not inter-squad games. Um, and so far, let me tell you, I like what I see. I, th- I think the tweaks are legit. <laughs> I'm pretty darn excited to see this guy in Boston at some point in 2021. Um, a hundred percent. Like when he made that swing change and was like looking like really good at the alternate site, I'm like, okay, I like this. And then when he went down to winter ball and I think the, uh, I think in Puerto Rico where he won the MVP, I'm like, okay, I'm liking this even more. Right. And then he just comes out gangbusters in spring training. And I'm like, yeah, um, can he please play center field right away? I know that he's not ready for that, but I'm just like I'm I'm just really all in on Jaron Duran. I am all in on that Duran uh, uh, train choo choo. Let's go! I'm all for <laughs> it. Hundred percent with you on that. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the pitching side, uh, Whitlock and Erod have both looked really good. Uh, Evaldi and Richards, not so much. Um, I guess, first, what have you seen from Whitlock? Um, and what do you think his role might be on the Major League team? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I caught, I think it was like, I think it was two innings, um, maybe two and a couple of outs of uh, of his outing today. I was actually like really impressed because this honestly was like the first time that I actually seen him in game action. I think. This is a really, really good pickup. Um, you know, a Rule 5 guy um, that they, you know, um, picked up from the Yankees in the offseason. I I really did like him. I think that he's going to be more of a long man type, especially because, you know, Rule 5 guy, maybe they'll try to make him be a starter after this season because he does have to stay on the um, active roster um, throughout the season. Um, but yeah, I think that he's going to be like a, uh, you know, maybe a two inning guy. Um, maybe when a starter gets kind of, uh, roughed up a little bit. Um, but I was really impressed with what he did. Like he is a really, just a really good kind of filler pitcher, if that makes sense. Like I was really impressed with what he did today. Yeah. Same. He's, uh, pitched in two games up to four innings now, five strikeouts. No walks, one run. Real solid. Yeah. Eduardo Rodriguez made his return to the mound um, after battling uh, complications from COVID-19 and missing last season. And he looked really good. Two and two-thirds innings, uh, gave up one run, didn't walk any, struck out two. It was just really great to see him back on the mound, and, and even more so that he, he was able to have success in his return. 
Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, going into his his first start, I really, honestly, I didn't know what to expect. Um, just because of everything of of last year that he had to deal with, but I was very impressed. I love to see it, and I hope we see more. Um, how what what do you think his innings look like? Um, for next year, like I'm a little bit concerned with how far he can go. I am too, for sure. I mean. 2019 was the most innings he's ever pitched, and then he took a year off. I don't expect him to come back and be a 200-inning guy again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was a stretch for him to get there in the first place. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but I don't see, like, 180 being – that just seems like way too much after missing a season. Yeah. So I feel like I'm looking for 130 to be the floor, and then I guess whatever you get after that would be good, but I, I wouldn't want to push it. Yeah. Yeah, I totally get that. Um, but I, I mean, I just like to see him, you know, back on the mound and just looking really good and everything. It was great to see. Yep. Nathan Valdi, um, I guess he didn't pitch. Yeah, it was kind of a so-so outing for him in his first one. Gave up two runs in an inning and a third, uh, two strikeouts, one walk. The velocity was there, pumping 99 right out of the gate, which was nice to see. Uh, but then he had a start, next start push back. Uh, the good news is that does not appear to be injury related. Uh, he had to take some time away from the team for personal reasons, and so they pushed back his start not to rush him back into things, which I think exactly what I wanted to hear when I saw that his start was getting pushed back. But um, I guess what what stood out to you in Evaldi's first start and do you have uh i guess any reservations about him going out there um i guess i i didn't really have any any you know reservations seeing his start um i mean he was still like pumping gas there which is honestly what evaldi does he just goes and pounds his own which is like so much velo seeing that it's just like one start in spring training and he got roughed up a little bit. I'm not concerned with Eovaldi. I just really, honestly, I love to see that Velo was there this early in spring. Agreed. That really stood out to me. Um, I really expected the pitchers in particular because they had a short season that they would need a bit to ramp up to their normal stuff here in the spring. And that was definitely not the case. So, Really great to see from him. Um, moving on to the bullpen. Bullpen depth looks like it could be a thing this year. And after last year, um, where we just we talked about bad, bad <laughs> oh starting boy. pitching followed by bad bullpen. Um, actual bullpen depth seems like it could be a real thing for this this Red Sox team. Who in particular are you keeping your eye on here in the bullpen? Um... Uh, for me, it's definitely uh, Dorenzen Hernandez because I, I I love that dude. But I'm also keeping an eye out on um, Andreezy, who has also pitched pretty well during the spring. Um, I'm kind of interested to see what he does. Um, obviously, Adovino, love that dude. Um, yeah, just looking at this projected bullpen, like I'm, I feel like so giddy about looking at like some competent pitchers <laughs> to be yeah. to be straight up honest 
And that's that's the thing that like I'm worried about is like, am I this excited because it was so bad last year, or does this actually have the ability to be a deep major league caliber bullpen? Because that's the way it feels, and I'm trying not to get too excited about it. But they've got a lot of guys like Edward Pizarro. Had a really great start, two innings, a strikeout, no walks. He looks good. Uh, Connor Siebold is again this guy that they they might roll out as a starter. Um, he had a really good inning, uh, one hit, two strikeouts, no walks. It's uh, Phillips Valdez again, a guy that we saw last year and liked a lot. He's had a really good start to the spring, so it's uh, it's just really exciting in seeing that that actually could be a positive strength for this team. Uh, it's just such a such a contrast from 2020. I'm trying not to get too excited about it, but it's also really hard not to. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. It's it's definitely an upgrade there, even if it's not like top tier MLB bullpen esque. It's so much better than it was last year. I'm I'm totally on board with this bullpen. All right, that is going to do it for this episode. Uh, we will come back with you uh, next week and uh, take a look at how some of the specific uh, position battles are shaking out. But it's nice to have the boys back on the field and some things to actually talk about. Um, so it looks like uh, 2021 at least is trending up. It's hard not to after last season, but a lot of things to be excited about. Uh, you can find... Both of us on Over the Monster, where we've written about uh, some things recently. I had a Tristan Casas piece that I wrote about um, his path to potentially seeing some time in the majors in 2021, uh, as well as a uh, broad look around the uh, division based off of recently released Pakota projections. So you can check out both those pieces on Over TM. Um, Shelly, have you uh, you got anything you've had out recently? Um. Not really. Um, I need to honestly get back into writing, but there should be stuff. <laughs> there should be some stuff um, of mine at OTM very soon. Great. You can also find both of us on Twitter. You can find me at the Spoken Keats. You can find Shelly at Shelly V underscore six four three. Thanks for being with us, and we'll be back next week.